Good morning. It's August 8th. Welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book of the same name. Today's title is Infidelity, Not What You Think. I gave faithless Israel her certificate of divorce and sent her away because of all her adulteries. Yet I saw that her unfaithful sister Judah had no fear. She also went out and committed adultery. Jeremiah 3, eight. The term infidelity has come to mean only one thing in our Western society, sexual betrayal. People associate the word with committing adultery in a sexual sense, i.e. married individuals having sex with a partner who is not their spouse. Clearly, from both Old and New Testament proscriptions, adultery is a sinful act. Under Mosaic law, it was punishable by publicly stoning the accused to death. Under grace, it is a forgivable sin like all others. But still, its severity is such that both the prophets, see especially Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and Hosea, and Christ, use adultery as the metaphor for Israel's continued unfaithfulness in turning to idol worship and the false gods of the peoples around them. But the word infidelity comes from the Latin infidelis, meaning lack of faith or disloyalty. When Christ speaks of a wicked and adulterous generation, he's not referring to sexual sin, but to a total lack of faith in God the Father. Matthew 12, 39. So how does infidelity apply to us on a daily basis in the sense that Jesus uses it? My maternal grandfather had a saying he used frequently when I was growing up. An anxious Christian is a confusion in terms. As we face the challenges of daily life, when we fail to put God first, if we get bogged down and worry about how we will make it from day to day, that's infidelity. Oswald Chambers, author of My Utmost for His Highest, goes so far as to claim that, quote, Jesus sums up common sense carefulness in a disciple as infidelity. He was referring to the famous passage in the Sermon on the Mount, in which Jesus admonishes us not to worry. Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear, Matthew 6, 25. He wants us to abandon forethought, because worrying about the details of our lives means we don't think our God is attentive enough, or big enough, or competent enough to handle our concerns day to day. That is a lack of faith. That is infidelity. Christ said the things that would choke out the growth of his word were the cares of the world. Next time the details of your life present themselves for action, make your first action turning to God. Leave it at the foot of your Savior. What good is it having a Savior if you don't let him be that? But the words of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. Mark 4, 19. Dear Heavenly Father, Instruct your spirit within us to steer us toward you first when we start to fret about the details of our lives. It's not in planning that we fail, but in troubling our hearts over worrying that our plans are wrong or might come to nothing. Keep us in faith, Father. Guard us from everyday infidelity. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow 